Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where we invest in dividend stocks for weekly and monthly cash flow. It is 7-11, Monday. Let's get started. Now, you know, we're, we're always making or striving to reach that 1% goal per week. Safely, predictably, um, as best we can without, you know, any too much risk to our portfolio, so to speak. So, um... This is just to give you an idea how simple and easy this can actually become. Because if you're only working with a certain amount of stocks, I mean, there's seven, over 7,000 stocks or tradable items on the stock market. I mean, the numbers are just huge. So how do you pick the right ones? Well, for me, and this is just for me, I only like the companies that share the profits and consistently increase their shared profits. These are called the dividend kings or the dividend aristocrats, the dividend achievers, the dividend contenders. Each one has a certain criteria in order to make that list. The dividend kings, which has you know the most prestigious name, are those companies that have increased their dividend payments to their shareholders for a minimum of 50 years. Five, zero, five decades, <clears throat> 11 presidents, However you want to look at it. <clears throat> so if I only concentrate on that list, I jump in, whatever the market is for the day, I grab a chunk of stocks at whatever price I get them at, usually the market price. I add in my potential profit, which usually the upcoming dividend. So if the upcoming dividend's a buck and I'm buying it for fifty bucks, I expect to get out at fifty-one bucks. That way I buy it, get in, get out. Just like it's a different form of dividend capturing. It's like dividend capturing, but it's a just a smidge different. Um so let's get in, see what's happening. We got three companies that we brought over from last week, but we're looking at a bunch of new ones today because, after all, it is the, it is Monday and it is the beginning of a new week. So, first on our list is going to be Bank of America, BAC. Now, the reason why Bank of America is on my list is not because it is a dividend king or a dividend aristocrat or anything like that. The only reason why it is on my list. Is because it's on Warren Buffett's list. <clears throat> Normally, it wouldn't be on my list. But if it's good enough for the Oracle of Omaha, then it's good enough for me. Okay, so for the last year, 
sorry, for the last 30 days. Now, consider we already own it. There's no sense looking at the whole past year. We're just looking at the next couple of you know weeks to find out where it's going. Not where it's been because we already got it. But we'll get to that in a little bit. So the last 30 days, we've seen a high at 34.04. And a low, which was last week, at 30.45. Five. Now remember, we're into this at thirty-three forty-eight. <clears throat> She's sitting at thirty-one forty-nine. So that's two dollars down. Uh, go B A C into the <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> into the trade grid. We got a bid of thirty-one forty-nine and an ask of thirty-one fifty-one. So if we're looking at um, a quick little covered call, <clears throat> I'd definitely be looking at the, I wonder if I can get me another 100 shares of these. Let's quickly see if we can get 100 shares. <clears throat> 100 shares of Bank of America at the market. No. All right, let's look at the order. The order is, it's working. I want it, I, I don't know why I did that. I just did limit order. I don't want to do limit order. I want to do a market order. So I'm changing it to buy 100 BAC at the market to open. All right, so she got filled at 3150. All right, so let's go back to here. So now I got 800 shares of Bank of America, and I only have $1,000 to play with. So <clears throat> All right, so we are have <clears throat> 800 shares. So let's see what we're looking at. Average price is 33.23. All right, so we're still at the bid of 31.53 and the ask of 31.54. So at the money, 31.50, you could actually sell the covered call for 59 cents a share. My friends, that is more than a 1% return for the week. And it's Bank of America. They're on every street corner, just about. Every street corner in every town. Too big to fail. All that bullshit. Anyway, <clears throat> I really don't care for Bank of America. I don't bank there. The only reason it's on my list is because it's on Warren Buffett's list. And that's it. And <clears throat> I'm interested in making money. So is what it is. So I'm going to sell the 32 and a half, and I have 800. All right, at 22. All right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to sell the 32 and a half call. I'm going to sell eight BAC 100s. That is the weekly Bank of America. 15 July 22. That is this Friday coming up. Now, the 32.5 call at 22 cents a share. Limit order to open. 
Eh, it's only 180 bucks. <clears throat> All right, next on the list is Lowe's, our little bitty cash cow, L-O-W. Now, we've had Lowe's since January. Now, remember, January, we got this thing at 254, uh, $258, okay? Now, we've collected the dividend the first quarter. We collected the dividend the second quarter. The dividend for Lowe's is coming up next week. So more than likely, we're going to collect the dividend again for next week. <clears throat> the last 30 days, we've seen a high at 192.24. And we still got that triple low at the 170 area. We're sitting at 182.31 at this moment. Now, we got a bid of 182.20 and an ask of 182.29. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to sell the 185s. Okay. So, let's give that a try. So, five 185s. For right now, the market price is 141 per share. That's going to give me 700 bucks. So I'm going to sell five lows, 100s, which are the weeklies, 15 July 22, which is this Friday. The 185 call for a dollar 41 per share limit order to open. <clears throat> My break even is uh, 186. Is that correct? That can't be correct. Anyway. Huh. Now that's weird. Bank of America is going down. My limit order is... I'm going to change my limit order. To uh, You know what? I'm going to leave it just where it is. All right. Last one I'm going to do is M.O. Because it's Monday. we got five days. There's no real need to get everything all up front at once. Uh, <clears throat> Altria. Last 30 days for Altria, we've seen a high at 48.44. And some pretty good um, support at the forty ninety eight, the fifty dollar, uh, the forty one dollar area. Okay. Uh, right now she's at forty two twelve. Let's take a look at the trade grid for Altria. We got a bid of forty two thirteen and an ask of forty two fourteen. Now, if we were going to do just the covered call, buying it at the market at 42.13, we could sell off the 42 call, which is at the money for 61 cents a share. That is, ooh, I didn't, ooh, I got to go back to do the Lowe's one. <clears throat> but let me finish up with Altria first. 61 cents a share 
on a $42 stock is more than a 1% return for the week. Okay? So I'm going to do the 43s. The 43s are going for 20 cents a share. And I have 600 shares. It's only going to give me 126 bucks. What a bummer. All right, so I'm going to sell 6MO 100s. Uh, 15 July 22, that is this Friday. The 43 call at 20 cents per share. It's off into the races. Kind of strange that nothing's gotten filled yet. Right, right, we got one filled right now. Altria got filled. Imagine that. Which is strange because Lowe's... My my limit order is 141, and the market order right at the moment is 150. So why hasn't it sold? That kind of boggles my mind once in a while. All right, so we're going to go back to lows for a second because I missed something that I didn't tell you guys, and I forget what it is. So, oh, yeah, what the uh, covered call would it be? <clears throat> All right, so the bid for lows at this moment at times 181.69 by 181.69. 79. So at 181 79, that's like uh, it's almost 182. But the 182 and a half. That one would be a nice one to sell right there. Buy lows at the 181 86 and sell the 182. You're getting two point you know, two dollars and forty cents right off the bat. And then you'd get the difference between the purchase price of 181.88 and the sell price of 180.82. Wow. I like that. Okay, even if you sold in the money, right? <clears throat> there's, a, there's a difference between in the money, at the money, and out of the money. And I really don't want to have to go in to educate people on terminology and what's what. But. <clears throat> If you bought the stock for 181.76, which is what the ask is at this very second, okay? Just hypothetically speaking. The strike prices that we have are, they go $2.50 increments until you get to a certain point. Then they go um, $5 increments, but we're still in the $2.50 increments. So the two closest strike prices are the 180 and the 182.50. So the stock is kind of like in the middle between the two of them. So the way I figure it out is <clears throat> you take the strike price and you add the bid price to it. Okay, I'll give you an example. The strike price at 180 has a bid of 385. I mean, that's what you could sell it for. So you'd, someone would give you $3.85 for them to have the right to buy it from you at 180. But... <clears throat> Your actual price that you would actually get would be one eighty three eighty five. Okay, now one eighty three eighty five is less than the current ask price for the stock, which is one eighty one sixty nine. So you subtract what you sell it for, the one eighty three eighty, 
from the 181, 65, and that would be your profit. Okay, fine and dandy. It's in the money. So the stock doesn't have to move in order for you to make money and to be back into an all-cash position by the end of the day on Friday. However, the 182.5 is one strike price out of the money. That means the stock has to go up to hit it in order for you to be back to an all-cash position by the end of Friday. The nice thing about that is if you take the bid of the option, the 233 per share, and you add it to the 182.5 strike price that you'd be selling, you come up with a sale price or effective price of 184.83. But remember, the stock has to move up. If the stock doesn't go anywhere, you still get to collect that 233. And remember, another thing is the dividend is coming up next week. So with that being said, <clears throat> I am going to buy a spread on Lowe's. Um, so 175. All right, 177, 180. That's 1,700. That's about a 40%. But I don't think I have all that money to play with. And I don't. Hmm. Eight. Let's see how eight of them looks like. Nope. I knew that. So let's go for six. All right, we're going to do six. So I'm going to buy six vertical lows, 100. That's this Friday, 15 July 22. The 177 over 180 call for 170 per share. All right, it just said I can't do that. Do six of them. Buying power below zero. Okay, but it said I had enough money. I hate it when it does that. All right, so I'm gonna have to go smaller. So it looks like we're gonna have to do five of these. Got to be kidding me, really? Okay, so we just tried doing four of them. Um, <clears throat> so I'm just going to quickly see what the return on that one would be so I get some kind of idea. Okay, that's like a 
return. All right, stock can go up, I make the money. Stock can stay the exact same, I make my money. And the stock can even come down just a little bit. If you got a break-even point at 179.20, and the stock is sitting at 181.67. Got the dividend coming up in two weeks. Got a very nice-looking 30-day chart, and she's in a nice, strong uptrend. I'm seeing three reds out of one, two, three, four, five of the last 30 days. Three down days. The rest of them have been up. We're getting higher highs and higher lows for the past two weeks. Making me a happy camper. So, is what it is. Let's see how she funnels out. All right. That takes care of the positions that we already have. So, let's go over to our market list. And our market watch, sorry. To find out who has an EX date coming up that we could take advantage of. I say that in a nice way, of course. Because we got some dividend kings. And I think we have one dividend king. We do. We got one dividend king that is having the EX date in two weeks. Okay. NWN. Is that Northwest Gas? I think. Northwest Natural Holdings. Okay. They're offering a 48 cent dividend. Say NWN, Dividend King. Gotta love Dividend Kings. 50 years, increased dividends. How can you go wrong? All right. NWN, we started out the year at 52. Important number to remember. A year ago, today, she was at 52. By November of last year, she hit the low of the year at 43.03. From there, she went sideways for a little bit, jumps up, and hits the high of the year at 57.63. All right, so let's take a look at our last 90 day, 30 days. Sorry, last 30 days. Last 30 days... <clears throat> we get a high at 54.60 and a low at 49.69. We're in 52.11 at this moment in time. So let's take a quick look at the seasonality chart, find out where this thing normally goes. Now, this time of year, I can't really expect it to go up because um, it's the summer months. People don't really use the heat in the summer. And the seasonality is reflecting that. She's going sideways. And not sideways in a good way because it has a little tiny bit of a dip and then sideways. And a little tiny slight angle to the downside. I'm talking very slight angle to the downside. She's a dividend king. So, hey, I wouldn't mind owning it just for the sake of owning it because it's a dividend king. And every year they're going to give you more and more money. But I want to be realistic. The numbers don't work. The numbers just don't work. Okay, so I'm not 100% happy with the 30-day um, chart. But the annual chart looks good because basically it's a sideways company. You know, just go sideways, the same thing year after year after year. All right, let's throw it in the trade grid and see what that says. NWN. <clears throat> All 
All right, so Northwest Natural is a monthly optional stock. So I really don't do that. So I'm just going to bypass that and not even bother. All right, we are going to go with next on the list would be Warren Buffett's list. And there are two, okay? Bank Mellon and MMC, which I believe is McClellan. No, it's Marsh. Yeah, Marsh and McClellan. Okay. First on the list is BK. And I, I do have to let you know that I do have shares in BK. Okay, just they require me to tell you what positions I have. Now, which is kind of strange because by the time you're reading it, I may not, or listening to this, I may not have it because I'm not a long-term player. I buy it, I make my profit, I get out. All right, that being said. <clears throat> Bank Mellon started out the year last year at 50.15, right in that area. Um, nice escalation to a double high at 64.63, then a slow descent to the low of the year. The low of the year, 40.26. It's also the low of the last 30 days. This thing has basically gone sideways the last 30 days. So nothing really extravagant to brag about. I'm sitting at 41.50 at this moment in time. Um, seasonality is basically almost sideways for Bank Mellon. You know, sideways with a slight tip to the upside. So that slight tip to the outside looks pretty good. <clears throat> not that I like the stock or anything. It's just that it's on my list. It's not on my list. I'm Warren Buffett's list. So that's why it's on my list. We got a bid of 41.47 and an ask of 41.48. So if we were going to do just a simple covered call at the money, the forty-one fifty. You'd be bringing in ninety cents per share, which, my friends, that's almost two percent. Right there, I should do that. But anyway, I, um. That being said, that one actually doesn't look that bad. I am just out of money in my account. But uh, I like bank balance. That make it, I like the numbers. All right. Next on the list is MMC McClellan. Marsh and McClellan. MMC. Okay. We started out last year at 142.05. Didn't take long. By uh, end of July last year, she found its low of the year at 137.97. Um, nice little escalation up to the end of the year, where she ended the year at 174. It's not the high of the year. It was just what it ended the year. Um, a little bit of retracement after that high in December. But she continues on to make a high of the year. 
Okay, from there, looking at the last 30 days, we got a low at 143.33, uh, high at 160.85. That being said, here's where we are. Um, take a quick look at seasonality. See if this is worth the, the, uh, if the, if the numbers work. Ooh, I like this chart. You get a chance. This is one to hold on to. I'm not saying hold on to, but buy, grab your profit, get out and then put it back on the roster to buy again the next quarter. Okay? Make my little profit. Make my little profit. Great. All right. So, I like those numbers. I like the seasonality. Now, let's throw it to the trade grid. MMC. MMC. Let's cross our fingers and hope it's a weekly. It's not. It's a monthly. Gosh, dang, damn it. All right. Just for the fun of it. We got a bid of 155.48 and an ask of 155.55. If we were going to do this at the money, the 155 strike price would only give a buck 95. It is over 1%. However, you got four days. If this fills, great. You move on to the next one. If it don't fill, You got to bring it into the next week. Just to let you know what next week or next month is 39 days away. Now, for 39 days, that really can't be that much, can it? That's over a month. August. Wow. I, I don't need to find out. But anyway, for that, you would get $5.30 a share. Okay, see if those numbers work out for you. You get almost two bucks, a buck ninety-five, for an option that expires in four days. And you get $5.30 for an option that expires the exact same price for 39 days. Which is six, almost seven weeks. Wow. Because 2% at seven weeks. You know, 2% for the one week. No, sorry. It's a little over... So I'd say 1.25% for one week. But seven weeks, seven, that's almost 9%. If you continue at the 1% per week. Yeah. Doing the monthly just doesn't work out. Not, not for me anyway. You know, some people are perfectly happy getting 1% or 2% per month. Hey, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. It's just not for me. All right, let's get back to our market watch. Okay, so we looked at Warren Buffett's list. We looked at the Dividend Kings. Next on our list would be the Dividend Achievers. We have one, two, 
three, six, nine, ten. Ten companies to look at, but not really. And here's why. NWN's on that list, we've already looked at. MMC's on that list, we already looked at. BK's on that list, we already looked at. So, out of those ten, we're only going to check out another seven. But that is for tomorrow, because it's getting a little late, and I really need to go do something. All right, all that being said, this is James from Dividend Stock Talk. I'll catch you guys tomorrow. Hey, look at that. Lowe's just got filled. Gotta love it. So where do we stand at this moment in time? I got two more options. You've got to be kidding me. Oh. Okay, so my call spread didn't fill. My no, my call spread did fill. It's the option that didn't fill, the 185s. Bummer. All right, anyway, all that being said, this is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader. I will catch you guys tomorrow.